Do Our Opinions Matter uses explicit language and has mature content. So, you know, be aware. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us for the 16th episode of Do Our Opinions Matter, a comedy review podcast that takes three people utterly unqualified to review anything and makes them review everything. I'm novice review expert Tanner Massey. I'm Ben White. Will Rawls. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh I, I don't know how this is going to do with... Uh, it's going to be uh, the ben best Massey. episode yet. Because no Ben. Well, I mean, shots fired. You you might have to be a split personality man and be both Ben White and Will Rawls. I can't take that on. I am. Too I don't big know a if I like what you're saying, Tanner. My name is Ben White. That's uh, actually that's my best impression. It's not the worst that someone could probably do. <laughs> uh, I have a cat. It meows every time we try to record. <laughs> <laughs> Cats aside, I don't know if he has any doors in his. Uh, apartment, hostel. I don't know what he lives in. Hovel. Uh, uh, a hostel. Is that the word you were? Were you looking for hostel? Because that doesn't sound right. Well, a uh, hostel is a place where, when you're traveling, there's a bunch you, of people living there, and they like share rooms with a bunch of beds, and it's like I don't know. Strange. Yes. Are you trying to suggest that Ben should lock his cat in a separate room? Yeah, or like he should lock himself in a separate room. I don't know, man. For the podcast. Mm. Well, either way, you're kind of locking the cat somewhere else. If you, I guess it's, it's, is this kind of like the half-empty, half-full glass? It could uh, be, but argument. here's the way you can look at that. If you lock a cat out, like if you put a cat outside and you lock the doors, are you locking a cat in outside? Uh, you know, I think you're accomplishing both. You're locking yourself inside and you keep it. Well, you can't really, uh, cats don't have thumbs. We're done. <laughs> Speaking of safe word, I think we're derailing ourselves already. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's just going to be cat thumbs. Ooh. <laughs> uh, all, right, all right, hold on. <clears throat> that's That sounds like cat thumbs to me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that is why it works. Because <laughs> you can't really make sentences out of it. I'm going to try to do a, a Ben thing. And well, I think if you're going to try and make the sentences, stand. you should... Like you should try and interject when you think he would interge- uh, interject, and yeah, Tanner, do it in the way that what, he would. Do you know what that sounds like? Mm, cat thumbs. I mean, cat thumbs <laughs> don't typically like make a cat sense. Cat trying to eat treats. Cat thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, uh, all this of was this. Your movie, right? Yeah. Oh man, nice segue. This is this was your movie. I was gonna try and make <laughs> some sort of you know th- th- whatever. Yes, this was my movie. And welcome to the movie review. Uh, this week we watched When We First Met, starring mm-hmm. Adam Devine, or Devine, I think it's Devine. And he's the he's the one of the main antagonists from that one show that I like, but I can't remember. Protagonist, yeah. and you're thinking of I said antagonist wor- working yeah. what the working one? Yeah, uh, o- not Office Space. No, what's it called? Uh, it doesn't matter. But yeah, that show's funny. Go look it up. You know what the uh, cool thing is that we record these podcasts digitally. Uh, whilst looking at computer screens, it would be very easy for you to look it up. Hmm. It's, it's called Three Friends Working. 
<laughs> yeah, what a great TV show name. Uh, Workaholics. That's, that's there, it is, there it is. There it is. Speaking of which, Comedy Central, if you'd like to for us to do advertising. Um, yeah, that's what they need. They need. They need us. I mean, I I would f- more quickly see tax programs getting us to uh, sponsor than Comedy Central. But uh, whatever. You mean like uh, Jack Daniel. Oh wait, what was his name? Nate Daniel. Nate Daniel. Nate, yeah. Hey. If, you, if you're still working on your taxes or haven't done them yet, go back and listen to our tax episode. It's a good one. It is. And Nick Daniel. Cat thumbs. Them. <laughs> uh, so when we first met is a romantic comedy uh, about a guy who is in love with a girl he met three years ago. He is attending their wedding party, gets sloshed, and decides to go take... Some photos in a photo booth that they uh, were in together when they first met. And it sends him back in time. He's able to manipulate what he does on that night that they met at that party and change how his future is. Uh, And it definitely changes who he is, which is pretty interesting, I thought. Uh, The way that they introduced the main character in this, I I really appreciated that. They kind of showed him in this light of... Uh, she was telling the story of how she first met who you assume was going to be her love. And he goes through the night as he recollects. And then it turns out that it, the next day she met her true love. It was yeah. somebody completely different. Which, who we've seen in, uh, in one of the other movies before. Um, he was in The Babysitter. And I don't remember his name. Nope. Don't. Uh, oh, that was, the, that was the guy? Yeah, that was the, that was the, the one, guy. That was one of the evil dudes? Yep. Ah, yep. Um, and then I didn't put those two together. Yeah, also in this was not not Brie Larson. Alexandra Daddario was the love interest. Robbie Amell was the other guy. Um, oh, and actually, if I see how it's spelled here, D-E capital V-I-N-E, I would definitely say divine. But going back to the way that they introduced it, um, I uh, it kind of set the tone of awkwardness for me. <laughs> because, once yeah. again, you know how I feel about awkward movies. I... Dude, there was a there was a point that I had to fast forward just to try and get oh, past no. this part. Well, faster. I can probably guess what it is, but before we get there, uh, this is actually one of the characters of Adam Devine's that I do like. Like, not that I don't I like the way he does other characters, but I actually liked this character. Like, he was actually a, a good person, which was not typically what he plays. You know, like in uh, uh, Workaholics, not a great person. In uh, Pitch Perfect <laughs> 1, 2, and 3, not a great person. Well, I've seen all of those, and i got to disagree. He was a pretty cool person. and I mean, he wasn't like a super upstanding citizen or anything, but he just was meant to be this funny dude, you know? He, and yeah, and I liked I liked the character, but he wasn't good. He, he, left, to, he left the group to. in order to go be a backup singer for Justin Timberlake. Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's kind of true, but... High and dry, man. I, and to be fair, I haven't seen the third one. That must have happened in the third one. Nope, that happened in the second one. Oh. I think about this time would be when Ben would say cat thumbs, so yeah. you you go ahead. Um. Yeah, so, you know those times when the cats have thumbs? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, here's, here's, here's mine. <clears throat> you know that cats can't sing, but they can play trumpets with their cat thumbs? <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. I, well, like, <laughs> I like that. Uh, let's get back on to the movie now. The uh, the time traveling mechanic in this was 
pretty cool. It was the photo booth, and he keeps going back to it at you know once he wakes up in his new life. So he goes back to the photo booth, and it brings him back three years. He goes to sleep that night, and he wakes back up in 2017 and realizes what his new life is. Uh, he goes from being a, a tight leather pants, uh, blonde tip douchebag, to a uh, fat, incredibly wealthy dude, um, to a stalker. A stalker. <laughs> yeah, and I'm guessing that's the part you had to fast forward through. No. No. What was the fast forwarding part? The fast forwarding part was when he had the blonde tips, and I forget what exactly he was doing, but I'm just sitting there going, oh, ah, oh, oh, no. Yeah. Well, also in this was, uh, I know you like King Batch. Yeah. You've made mention of it before. And this is the first thing I've seen him in, or that I've actually paid enough attention to that didn't, that used his full name, which is Andrew B. Bachelor. Oh, I didn't realize that was his actual name. Do they always, so in IMDb and stuff, when he's been in things, they always say King Batch and not what his real name is? I don't. Uh, that's what he's, he's listed as King Batch, King Bach, King Batch on Wikipedia. Yeah, it's, it's Batch, I think. It doesn't really matter. But yeah, I, I uh, enjoyed his character in this. It went through some uh, pretty funny times with him. I, I, they kept it fairly lighthearted for the um, hard-hitting content that it had. And it was... To to be uh, completely honest, the the plot ended up being very predictable. Very, yeah, yeah. No, you you yeah, you knew what was going to happen about a third to halfway through the movie. Like you might have had a guess at the beginning, but like right at the end, uh, right in the middle, you're like, oh, that's that's definitely what's going to happen. Thanks for projecting that that much, which yeah isn't bad. In romantic comedy. I mean, sometimes you just want the expected and you just want to see how it happens. Yeah, it kind of makes you feel part of the movie, too, because you're like, oh, yeah, this is going to go down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you can follow along with the story. You don't want it to be one of those twist endings for movies like this. I just I kind of just think it throws it off. But this is exactly uh, I think that it had a really good message too. like you have to end up being yourself and going through what you've already done and just reconnecting and making the things happen in the future. And that everything isn't as random as you think it is. It's always it's always one of those things where you sit there and think, you know, it'd be cool to go back to time change that one stupid ass thing that I did when I was 12. You know what I mean? Oh but. man, like those things that pop in your head at random, like when you were really yeah. young, you're like, oh man, I did this stupid thing. And then you're just embarrassed. It's got to be like some sort of psychology talk, right? Because you what always remember those things, right? You yeah. don't ever remember like the really good things that you did. You always remember the things that make you go, ooh, why did I do that? Yeah. I don't look <laughs> back at like, oh man, I remember that one really kick-ass joke I made up when I was six years old. It's like, oh no, I remember when my pants fell down while I was on a swing set. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't... I. Re Oh, I was going to make a joke, but it kind of fell apart in my brain. Now this is going to be one of those moments that you remember in the future. Yeah. Especially like, since uh, it's recorded for posterity. <laughs> Especially since I'm going to include this on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Sweet. I know that Ben watched this movie. and I just don't know. I, I didn't talk to him about it, like whether or not he maybe, liked it. Uh, maybe next week we can give him a little 
give him his chance, and then cat thumbs him before he really gets to say anything. That's, you know? that's, I think that's probably a good idea. But, I mean, at this point, one thing that you liked and one thing you didn't. I did not like the awkwardness. I, I think I have to keep using this because it just seems like... Um, I know I've used this on a couple other movies, but this one, oh, I like. I really, I really had to skip a couple parts. I'm just like, I, I can't watch it. I Maybe don't know that's why. just a, a Netflix movie cringe. thing, man. I think you are correct, but this one, this one hit me pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. I I really enjoyed the character progression throughout the story. Like uh, with the main character, he kind of. I mean, although very cheesily, but he kind of, you know, goes through and um, he goes through some good personal growth. Yeah, good personal growth. Exactly. It's just a a great story. Made me feel good. I ultimately didn't like how predictable it was. Agreed. Like maybe not so quickly. I, you know, you you could see it coming from a mile away. You're like, all right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I know that's the one. Yep. I know we already kind of touched on it. We said, you know, sometimes predictability is good. It didn't really detract from the movie that much, but still, yeah, it, it give me give me a how little about, bit. How about the fact? I hate to interrupt your thing. You didn't no, like no, Mike, but how about that? How about the fact that the other girl was a fake bitch? Did you? Oh, <laughs> like she was completely fake. All those things that that uh, he loved was not. It was fake. Yeah. Well. I mean, Without, I don't. I mean, that's not ruining too much, but just just saying. I mean, if people watch this movie, they're not going to look back and, at me saying that and say, "Wow, he ruined that." For me. <laughs> you ruined they'll, Alexandra Daddario for everyone. They they'll think about it themselves. Yeah. I'm sure. One thing that I did like, I liked the time travel mechanic. I liked that it was a set point in time and it was a mechanism. Freaking Hoovians! <laughs> oh, it wasn't. It wasn't a police box. It was. <laughs> Uh, phone booth. Phone booth. Oh, yeah. oh, so they're so different. This time oh, is well, weird. if you think about it, I think it makes more sense than a police box because you're capturing a moment in time on film in a yep. an enclosed space. So you know, if if anywhere is going to be a a time portal loop thing, then why not? Why not? But yeah, would true. Would, the The real question is: Would you record? Uh, would you recognize this movie? Would you recommend this movie? I uh, splendiferously agree that I would recommend the movie. So, yes, you would recommend the movie. <laughs> yes, okay. I recommend the movie. Definitely watch it. I would as well. Uh, ben, ben wouldn't recommend it as well uh, with his cat up. <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I don't know why we're doing it. <laughs> like a deep it's voice like a, is gruff. <laughs> ben, ben is actually a troll. <laughs> yeah. um, well... Shit. Poor guy's not even here to defend himself. I know. Well, that's that's the best time to do it, behind someone's uh, back. No, this episode's going to be titled, Ben's Not Here. Fuck him. <laughs> well, he, the worst part is, is he's not here to do uh, This weekend News. Bum, 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 bum. So this means that I'm doing This weekend News this week. Uh, <laughs> and just because you know me in theming, it is about time travel. Researchers have found evidence of blank time travel in a phenomenon known as conesthesia. What kind of time travel? This is definitely uh, pornographic time travel because uh, conesthesia is actually that, that where people dress as Batman and asphyxiate themselves. 
uh, to a door handle while jerking off. Wow. Okay. Well, then tell me how it how would porn time travel, pornographic time travel? How does that work? Uh, it's also known as titties in time. Uh, <laughs> that has to be the title of a porn movie, like undoubtedly. Uh, no, please uh, hold on. Let me uh, let me uh, incognito window. And there are oh well, there's a YouTube video called Time Titties. <laughs> uh, close enough, and also <laughs> we're, not. We're good. Yeah, we're good enough. I, because you two uh, cat cat dumbs. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, researchers have yeah, found how did evidence. That derail so hard. Yeah. Well, it's because it's just you and me, man. Uh, <laughs> researchers have found evidence of mental time travel in a phenomena in a phenomenon known as chronesthesia, and have identified the parts of the brain that re- are responsible for it in a major breakthrough. What was it called? Chronesthesia. No, no. The uh, type mental, of time mental time travel. Ew. So when we were talking about how we remember those things that we did. Kind of, kind of. Uh, basically, chronesthesia is the mental ability uh, to be aware of one's past or future. While many describe it as uniquely human, others now argue that this ability can transcend to include non-human animals such as birds. Uh, the mechanisms of mental time travel are not yet fully understood since there is a level of obscurity and complexity when trying to measure if or when someone underwent mental time travel or not. However, studies have been conducted to map out areas of the brain that may be responsible for mental time travel. So what I gather from it is it's basically the ability to look back on an event and think about it and remember it and kind of be there. Um, so if you if you basically say, oh, think back to this time and like, where you're walking so, in the park. Because w- I vividly remember um, events. You know what I mean? So I can put myself back in that. So they're saying that's time travel? I think so. But it's also oh. it's also related to the the ability to predict the future. Because so you think of yourself at a future time walking in a park. That is also mental time travel. You know, you, you, you remember, you know, like, that one time where you pooped your pants, you know, and you put your, you put yourself in that situation. You can remember the embarrassing feeling of pooping your pants. You remember that? Nope. <laughs> oh, just uh, that. That didn't happen, to everybody. <laughs> um, but according to this study, uh, there's different parts of the brain that activate while thinking in terms of time and memory or predictability uh, and time. They were taking people and putting them through MRI machines to measure where it, where these areas are, what activates. And it's different than just thinking about ideas or any other. So there's not just a, a TARDIS in the brain that they can just locate and know when you're doing it. No, no. I mean, they're phone phone booth shaped. uh, There could be, but if you were thinking about that, that would activate a different part of the brain. So or, memories. Or a photo booth in this and, case. Yes, or a photo, photo booth. booth. Well, either way, you can mentally time travel whenever you'd like. Uh, I just don't think it's going to help you change anything about yourself. Well, if you think about it, you can uh, use the past to better your future and cat thumbs. Yeah, that's called history. So I need you to rate this. That's, that's what happens, right? I think Ben says it more enthusiastically, like, hey, I need you to rate this, you know? Um, rate my news. <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, rate my news. 
I'm going to give that fact a 14 out of 5 because it was way better than Ben's. Damn, thank you. Well, uh, no, no, take a step back. You might want to rate it a little bit lower. I don't want to have to do this again. That's just extra work for me. Oh, fair enough. Two out of five. Thank you. Okay, cool. Ah, crap. Well, that means that my segment is now... Actually, we're going to go to the Amazon. Yeah, since Tanner's doing two segments today, I figured we'd break it up a little bit and do my segment second. It's like it's that like way. time travel with our segments. Exactly, they know the future. They know the future <laughs> of uh, what the podcast would normally sound like, right? Okay, uh, and it gives you a little break, buddy. Thank you. To, I got your back. I got yeah. your back. Preach. So, this week's review is uh, a time travel related item that gives you a little bit of a hint. Although, I will say, I don't think you're going to need that much of a hint. Okay. The title of the Wait, review I have already by, I have already traveled to the future and listened to you reading the review. So my guess is that it is uh the special edition of the time traveler's wife. Hmm. And if it's not, if it's not that, then me traveling to the future coming back and saying this created a, a, a parallel universe in which you will have said something different. Uh, give me a second while I change my item. <laughs> uh, that is a, a great guess uh, from the future or a great piece of knowledge from the future, I guess. But uh, that is not, you did create an alternate time loop, and we are on a separate one than what you uh, came from before. Well, so, then I have something to tell the, uh, the researchers for the mental time travel. Chronesthesia is some bullshit. <laughs> this, uh, this review was written by a username, Coco, K-O-K-O, uh, and it is a verified purchase. We need a sound effect right there. So I'll say... It is a verified purchase. <laughs> okay. I'll try and find something. Yeah, see? I figured that would be... Because when I do one that's not a verified purchase, we have something else. Wah, wah. And this, uh, this, uh, the title of the review is going to kind of give away part of what it is, but uh, it's called Great TARDIS. No. Uh, wait, I wait, wait. The- I have come from the future. <laughs> uh, cat thumbs. All right. Review goes... <laughs> I love this TARDIS and the lights and noise. So like the real thing. I bought this to put in the cemetery grounds with my husband's ashes. What? It also contains a key for another smaller TARDIS with the remainder of my husband's ashes, which are with me. <laughs> what is this product? It's, a, it's an ash urn. The the best part is no, that is not what this product is meant what? for. Oh, it's a cookie jar. It's a TARDIS <laughs> cookie jar. <laughs> ding 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 ding. ding. <laughs> oh God! She this put is, her husband's ashes in a TARDIS cookie jar. This this product is a Doctor Who TARDIS cookie jar. Lights and sounds. Oh shit! I guess it means to say with lights and sounds, but yeah, you can hit the button and it, and it makes the TARDIS sounds. I can just imagine someone mourning uh, their loved one that has recently passed, and and they are near 
this wherever this cookie jar is now stored and like a rodent or something bumps it so outside while this old woman is crying she just hears that's my best impression of the, the uh, you're not even talking about the fact that she has a smaller tardis that she keeps with her with her the rest of her husband's ashes i didn't i didn't think you separate like i thought you put it all together and that was oh nope not this woman. She wants a piece of her husband with her always or, in, a tar- in a TARDIS. Or does it mean that the cookie jar was too small for all of the ashes? Well, if you think about it, she might be trying to help her husband travel through time. I don't, I don't see the connection there. Well, you keep, it, uh, you keep it safe until they can reconstruct humans. Uh. Yeah, see? And he wakes up and it's 30-30. I think I think incineration kind of stops all that from happening. Yeah, whatever. Oh, and actually, my point about uh, not being able to fit all the ashes earlier wouldn't be true because the TARDIS is bigger on the inside. Uh yes, yes, it is. Oh, that's that. I did find a review with that earlier. It was like uh, it was also. I might have been this product as well, but it said they were using it to put pins in, but it's uh, much larger on the inside. Hey, hey, <laughs> so guys, thought, you know how you you know how you open. Cookie jars with cat thumbs. <laughs> All right. Well, Tanner, uh, since we don't have Ben here, what do you think of my product uh, as a Whovian yourself? I, former Whovian, I, I dropped it, man. I, that's beside the fact. I thoroughly enjoyed that review. It leaves enough questions to keep me intrigued, but is entertaining as hell. So I'm going to give it a four out of five. All right. Well, since uh, Ben's not here to ruin this review uh, with his bad rating. Yeah, that might be your highest score Does he like, does he like, exactly. I I think uh, as a combined between you and Ben, that's probably one of my higher scores. (laughs) All right. I love him. So, you know where they make these cookie jars? In In factories. Okay, so Review Factory uh, this week is going to be about you guessed it, time. Uh, actually, I didn't guess it. I came from the future, and I thought it was going to be cookies. No, because then I would have had to come from the future and known that you had already done uh, Amazon review review about a cookie jar. Got some cat thumbs in the future. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fact numero uno, daylight savings time. Or no, is there an S? No, daylight saving time began as is a joke. I think it's just saving. Hold S-A-B-I-N-G. on. This is actually... Is this it, this is, is the fact. I've always said daylight savings time. Daylight. Uh, yeah, I think it has an, an S. No, it doesn't. Oh, no. I've been saying it wrong my I whole life. too. Hey, well, I'm here gonna you go. I'm going to go back in the past and tell myself. <laughs> here's a, here's a, 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 a newfound fact that we just found out. Daylight savings time is incorrect. It is daylight saving time. No ass on savings. Daylight saving time began as a I joke. I that a five out of five. I did not know. There you go. I didn't either. Daylight saving time began as a joke by blank. Benjamin Franklin. Holy fucking shit. Is that a joke? Is that for real? That's for real. <laughs> <laughs> Daylight saving time began as a joke by Benjamin Franklin, who proposed waking people earlier on bright summer mornings so they might work more during the day and thus save candles. 
Um, I came from the future. Ah, <laughs> uh, to tell you, okay, I'm done with that. League. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was a complete. Uh, I actually I knew that. Uh, I knew it. Okay, I mean, you could say that, and I'm I might be inclined to believe you. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what went through my brain. I was thinking, all right, time travel requires electricity. Did that thing with the kite on the key? Yeah, Benjamin Franklin. Weather can change the length of the day. During El Nino events, strong winds can slow the Earth's rotation by how much? Three speed. Three, three speed. Yeah. We're talking about time. Uh, uh, th- uh, three minutes. Damn. That would be crazy. We would be living in the past. During El Nino events, strong winds can slow the Earth's rotation by a fraction of a millisecond every 24 hours. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, which also adds up to three minutes. Yeah, eventually, I guess, over After a couple millennia. Many, many days, yeah. Yeah. And this one, I, I don't, I just wanted to share it just to really kick in the aspect that everything is futile. There may be an end of time. Three Spanish scientists posit that the observed acceleration of the expanding cosmos is an illusion caused by the slowing of time. According to their math, Time may eventually stop, at which point everything will come to a standstill. How's that for an existential conundrum? Um, exactly. Go ahead and rate my facts. Uh, not sure speaking how. Um, mind blown. I Actually, I've never really thought about time as a universally measurable... Uh, thing. I know that seems weird. Uh, okay, cat thumbs. Yeah, let's get. Uh, you got me thinking now because I've actually want to solve that problem now. Uh, even though I don't have any of the tools to do so. So let's get back to the review. Uh, Benjamin Franklin's cool. All of these things that I'm saying are fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I'm actually I'm actually really thinking about the math problem on that. I you it's not it's, it's not a math first. problem. It's just it's, it's a math it's a math problem. They they used math. I want to figure out what math. Yeah, it's stuff math. It's, two plus two equals time stops. It, pretty much. How um, about how about that? You just gave me a two plus two out of infinity. All right, fair. Okay, uh, mine still blown. Don't know how to. Thing. Yeah, let's let's defrag this conversation. We can do a rapid fire review, uh, but I must tell you, um, just know that you are competing against alternate universe Ben. Okay. So make sure your answers are good, and let's see how this turns out. First one, Damasco. Sounds like alternate universe Tabasco, one out of five. Fendi. If I were to time travel into a future with lizard people, I'd find a tough time to Fendi for myself. Three out of five. Uh, Stoa. Marty! Marty! Things are wrong! I forgot lotion at the Stoa! (laughs) Then. Oh. Two out of five. Oh no. Okay. Um. (laughs) What, What is this category? Are these fictional particles associated with time traveling? Uh, that is incorrect. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to give you one final word. Are you ready? 
Yes. Rolex. Oh. Too fucking expensive for a timepiece. Still, five out of five. I'm guessing these are watchmakers? Watch Watch brands? manufacturers. Good yeah. call. But I, I will have you know that three-headed bin uh, from the alternate universe where everybody has three heads. Uh, knew all of them. And he is the winner. So Good he, job, Ben. He, all right. Well, that, that takes some... Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I, was, I was just three. <laughs> uh, that's, a, that's a bit of weight off of my one-headed shoulders because uh, I won't yes. have to do it next week. Yeah, Great. next week, Ben will have to uh, host <laughs> Rapid oh, Fire Round. So next week, uh, we're, like, we're going to both call this and not call this Ben's choice. We'll let him choose the next week after. But we're going to be watching Little Evil if you'd like to follow along and be prepared for our conversation next week. Make sure to check us out on Twitter at doomcasters.com and go to our Facebook page uh, at doomcasters. Uh, I don't think I don't sure think it's funny. On Facebook. I don't think it's at, it's as funny as you think it is anymore to just be wrong. <laughs> uh, so please follow us on Twitter at doomcasters and on Facebook at doompodcast. Thank you all for listening. Join <laughs> us next week. Yeah, join us next Wednesday uh, we'll when our next episode will come out, and it will most likely have been like ninety percent chance, unless this episode turns out to be really good. Uh, and then we we'll just say, man, sorry. <laughs> I, well, I don't. I don't know. If we shouldn't actually say that because he he might just be like, okay, bye. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but will do our opinions matter? Nope. Thanks for listening. Do Our Opinions Matter is a product of our individual stupidity. Consider supporting us with a review 